0: Episode 5, I believe, of the second season, the lowest slowdown. Joined again once by Reese Charlton, Tom Pierce.
1: How are we, lads? Yeah, not bad, thank you.
0: Yeah, we're all good here. Have the MOT go, Rhys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to change the front tyres, that's about it. But I uh, managed yeah. to get here all right, so all good. good.
0: I, I had a question for you, lads, actually. Uh, we're on the car. I've basically got like five or six days to sort a car out. And I'm weighing up either say at Leon. I think it's like the FR Mm. version or something like that. I'm no good with cars, really. Or there's a BMW 1 Series. Uh, PCP deal. The BMW is actually cheaper, which I was quite surprised about. And it's not too much extra on the insurance. What do you lads think? What what do you want the boy racer look or the business look? (sighs) That's the thing. I mean, I was saying literally on the Paddock Pigs podcast earlier that I'm obviously meeting my new girlfriend's parents in the near future. And I don't really want to turn up, like, looking like I drive around McDonald's at 11 o'clock in the evening, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, 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 it's a tough one. But I quite, I've always quite liked the look of a, of a 1 Series, Tom.
1: Yeah, I mean, our cars aren't my thing. Um, I know it's whatever gets you from A to B, it? Yeah, um... The first one that he said, I could not tell you what that look what that looks like. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to say the 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 BMW. The BMW, yeah. yeah. Race
2: the, the, the C. It just looks like a cheaper Ford Fiesta, doesn't it?
0: So mm, yeah, quite a nice drive though. Apparently, yeah. Bit, I've heard it's a good drive as well. Yeah. I just like the interior. I like the interior on them both. But I, I haven't got a um, like an arm. Uh, An armrest, yeah. Like on, on the current car I've got, and I just love one of them. Cause yeah. I've borrowed my brother's car a couple of times. Um, and it's got the armrest. I just think you look so much more. Like you look like a proper driver, don't you? When you got one of them, cruise cru- exactly. One hand on the steering wheel. Drive safely, though. Obviously, uh, we wouldn't want to. Uh, we want any accidents. Yeah. Um, all right, that's made up then. BMW One Series. We're going to go for that then. I think it's the cheap option as well. Like I say, but. I, I was surprised by that. I thought it'd be slightly more uh, expensive than the sale. But there we go. Good little, uh, good little uh, uh, dilemma to, to kickstart the podcast. And uh, yeah, there we go. We're straight off to uh, off to Gazoo. Um, we move on to the football lads to get us underway. I suppose probably only really one place to start was the uh, penalty shootout win for Villarreal against Manchester United. Tom. Uh, I didn't watch the whole game, I'll be honest. Um what were your thoughts? I mean, it was I don't I don't think it was a bit of, it was a barnstormer was it from what I could what I've heard? No,
1: I mean you probably did the right thing by not, not watching it <laughs> all. Um Yeah. Villarreal aren't the best team. I mean when did they finish in La Liga, it was the Seventh. Wow. So they're not so it was a it was a bit of an, an underdog uh story yeah. with them winning, but the way sort of BT were, you know, treating them like they were Wigan Athletic <laughs> in this in this final where where, where they've got a, a striker that scored like thirty goals mm. in La, La Liga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, was, it was a dead game, but the penalty the penalty shootout was you no know, top draw.
0: Oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, every time someone stepped up, you are just thinking, surely he's gonna miss. Surely, th- okay, now he scored. Okay, now the next one's gonna miss. And to be fair. Uh, you Know to every single outfield player, obviously, are David De Gea. Um, they prop that, that like, it, it, it takes a lot of bottle that you'd think, knowing that one, particularly if you were, if you're Man United and you're kind of like taking the penalty second, it takes a big set of balls to go up there and, and, and go and just put the ball in there. I know we said earlier in the office that they probably got a little bit of fortune with a couple of them. I said the VRL keeper. He must have had, like, popping on hands because some of them were, like, <laughs> the, the Luke Shaw one was ridiculous,
1: yeah, wasn't it? He should have saved that. Um, but it looked to me as if Fernandez won the task but chose for United to kick second, Yeah, which baffles that just, yeah, me. That puts more pressure on Yeah. It. You want to go first, don't Definitely. you? Definitely. Yeah. You, cause if if it's four, well, five-four, exactly. and they, they have to score, pressure... Pressure's on them. I mean, yeah, if you if you score your penalty the pressure's on them every time. Yeah. Um that's a complete lapse
2: of like confidence, that is. That's mm. thinking they're going to absolutely mess it up before we've even got to that
1: point. Yeah. And it proved to be the complete opposite.
0: Yeah. Well, did Fernandes take Man United's fifth penalty.
1: Third. Which was right. which is surprising because usually that's
0: Yeah. If it, was it Ronaldo um I forgot what it was. Was it Paul oh, was it, I think it was the Euros in 2012 and um Ronaldo had put himself at fifth to take Portugal's penalties. Uh, oh, he didn't even sh- get that, that far because got beat <laughs> <peed laughs> by Spain. I just think that really sums, that, yeah. sums the bloke up that, to be <laughs> fair. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Unai Emery, just, he runs the Europa League, doesn't he, Rhys? Um, the, <laughs> the thing that made me laugh is I think it's his fourth win in the Europa League he's got to five finals and the only time he didn't win it was, was with Arsenal and if that is not the most Arsenal statistic you've <laughs> ever heard in your life I mean I don't know what is that sums it up perfectly but first thing I said um, I was in the pub with a few mates um last night first thing I said is what price of VRL for the Europa League next year you can guarantee they'll probably get knocked out of the Champions League in the group stage he's finished like third or something and then they'll go straight to like the last 16 or whatever it is with the Europa League. yeah. And I just go and and win and it
2: with that. And the amount of teams that have done that before. Like, yeah. You know, Sevilla did it. Severe did times, it. Yeah. You know. yeah, they did
0: it loads of times.
2: Yeah. I, I think I think, you know, you, you look at it, they've guaranteed the South Championship football, even though they've finished in a in an in effectively a conference yeah. a conference league spot. So they're going to be absolutely buzzing about that. The thing that just bothers me about the whole penalties as well is that, you know, De Gea literally did nothing right. Yeah. He conceded every penalty. Didn't look interested in saving any of them. No. And the one thing that he had to do was score it and he's <laughs> ended up absolutely putting it at the keeper. you just got kind of to blast it haven't you? Yeah. That's the thing we, we, you know okay he's a goalkeeper at the end of the day but you know in a, in a situation that you're in you've just got
1: to get it in the net. I mean their keeper showed you he showed you the best, showed, pe- best penalty. Everyone had yeah. to, had to take, put your laces through it top bins. Best
0: penalty of the shooter wasn't it? You know proper old fashioned like Jamie Varley does it every time yeah. just fucking wallops it you know if it's if it's straight down the middle of the uh, the goal, the likelihood is that the keeper's going to have dived at least right or left. Yeah, I think yeah, not not a good night for David De Um I mean, look, we were saying it again, Reese was obviously out of the office this morning. Me and Tom were saying, you know, five years ago, no doubt about it, he was the best keeper in the world. You know, for, for my money, he was the he was he was the one that you know everyone had to surpass. Not now. He just you know, and obviously you're talking Man United. It's a massive football club with a really, really big level of expectation there. And again, I don't think you can kind of look at him and single-handedly, well, he missed one penalty, so, you know, he's finished or whatever. But he just looks so small in the goal. I don't know what it was. It just, it's so easy for... Looks at VRL's penalty taking was, was absolutely second to normal, was it? to score all 11 penalties. I don't think you'll ever see something like that in a in a final of that magnitude ever again, will you? Um, we'll move on then. Um Zinedine Zidane, because I was going to make a comment about the fact that the seventh best team in Spain have beaten the second best team in England. So is that a case for the La Liga to be a better league than the Premier League? But then you look at the numbers of managers that have left their roles in three different countries across um, Europe. Zinedine Zidane, Real Madrid has stepped down for the second time. Antonio Conte left Inter Milan, even though they just won the Serie A and uh, Christophe Galtier has left his role at Lille even though they just won the league on credible to think that Lille a Lille and Inter Milan double at the start of the season Tom, would have been a tasty little price, wouldn't it
1: oh yeah definitely um
0: who would have thought that PSG and Juventus wouldn't have
1: yeah i mean Allegri's gone back to Juventus he now said yeah so they,
0: so they had Perlo didn't they yeah
1: so this sort of one like this sort of season where Juventus haven't won like won anything is Definitely, just going to be a season now. He's not going to yeah. carry on. What is it with this?
0: It particularly, it's always seems with bigger clubs as well. This expectation for a bloke just because he was once a very, very good player for that club, they automatically yeah. like have to reward him with the manager's role. It never, ever works, does it?
1: I mean, I can't really. I mean, Solskjaer's done well. Solskjaer, you know, to be think, fair, is probably
0: one of the few. Yeah,
1: but there's just something about him where. I s I can't put my finger on it. it. He's
0: not gonna win the Premier League, is he? No,
1: it? he's 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 not like a world class manager. You can't he he's he's been um sort of out thought like quite a few times by you know, more astute tactical managers. Yeah. Um and then you've got the likes of Arteta. Exactly, Arteta, Rooney, yeah, Lampard. Lampard.
0: You just to be—we were saying this again. Another debate in the pub, as we've obviously missed the last other than four months or whatever. So it's nice to actually talk about football for a little bit in the pub. Like Gerard, it was like a, a win-win. Really going to, to Scotland, a really, really clever move because you go into a massive football club, obviously in Rangers, Low Six Partner. Um, just, I had to get that one in there for the market. <laughs> uh, but realistically, let's be honest—you y- can put club size into it as much as you want there was no expectation there for Gerard to go and you know bring that football club and put it to number one ahead of Celtic at that time and he's done that like and more they're like levels above Celtic now like in one season it's just completely turned on its head and they actually play well in Europe as well so he's kind of proven himself like cause, as we all know Rangers to Liverpool is a massive jump still yeah definitely because yeah. you're talking about like this Liverpool want to win, like, a European Cup, don't they? Or they want to win a Premier League, which c- quite clearly is a lot more difficult to do than winning the Scottish Premiership. But you can't take away anything from what Gerrard's done there. Whereas Lampard had, like, you know, OK, a decent season at Derby, but they didn't go
1: up. And he had a, quite a good... Like, he had Harry Wilson. Yeah. Mason Mount, who's yeah. now arguably one of Chelsea's best players. Mm. Tamori, who's ripping it up in, you know... Uh, Serie A. He should have won the league with that team. Yeah, you look at the team they had. He should oh, have yeah, been just, just
0: scraping into the playoffs. Like you know, he should be winning the beat, league with a team yeah, like that. Beat Albion on, beat a half-assed Albion on the last day of the season, and you know, yeah, like I said, they beat Leeds fair enough. But I think everyone just kind of like really beats the, the lampard drum for some season. And I just think if you get money and still fail, I mean, how like how he, apparently he's in talks with, with Albion. He's going to get nothing to spend at Albion. Oh. I
1: don't really see. Where are the achievements coming from? No, um, as soon as I seen, um, Joe Ledley and Tom Huddleston in, in, oh. in the midfield two years ago. It was two years ago today so actually. Yeah. When when we beat them in the playoff final, I oh, knew straight away.
0: Yeah. They're just gonna run through them. Yeah. I um, knew I knew Villa would win that because I just thought they got beat. Was it the, was it the year before they got beat by Fulham? Yeah. Yeah, you just knew. I was like, there's no way Villa are losing two playoff finals in a row.
1: I mean, th- we'd we'd beat them. 3-0 at Pride Park and then 4-0 at Villa Park. So yeah,
2: exactly. because yeah, they beat them 4-0 before they came to our place. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it because I was like, yeah, we're going to beat them. They're in awful form. <laughs> literally, they literally the week before, they, they beat
1: Derby 4-0. I was like, oh. Yeah, Grealish, Grealish comes back and yeah. Yeah. start of a 10-game ten, ten winning run.
0: This is another thing. This is another big pub debate is England starting eleven? There's no way around, like, you're not going to get everyone to agree. There's just too many options, I think. Like, I got absolutely slammed, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, when I said I wouldn't even have Mason out on the plane. First
2: first podcast, I think it was. I think it was, first, yeah. Yeah, first episode. People
0: yeah, like, I, I swear Jamie
2: was about to kick
1: you out of the booth I know. when you said that. I
0: was like, have I, have I missed that much football that I just don't?
1: I think you you must have... People him.
0: are like, he's the, my brother was like, he's the first name on the team sheet. I'm like, are you on
1: something, Mason Mount? Really? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. But for me, for Southgate, maybe he, he might be because you know, mm, I just he, think he's a little bit of a teacher's pet. Yeah, you know, Mason Mount is.
0: I mean, Rashford didn't have a great game yesterday, from what I heard. He was awful, but he's still like his penalty. He's a he's a cool, composed bloke, Marcus Rashford. I think you have to play at least one of him or Sancho. Just oh, yeah.
1: like, no, no, I agree um, with that. I, so I've, I've seen people say that we need to play sort of Grealish, Mount and Foden behind Kane. Mm. But that those three players are all want the ball to feet. Yeah. With, with Kane sort of dropping deep and th- the way he has this season, it's going to be two easy to defend, like, defend against with no one sort of making runs in behind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we have to have at least one person that's willing to Mate runs that like, runs beyond the defence. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I think we tried that in. I think it was Euro
0: 2016, and we just had like Lalana Henderson, just very very samey, good ball players. Yeah, Hend like Sterling. I mean, obviously, you know Sterling's not had the best season, but you know there was a spell where Sterling was like looked at the top of his game, and I think at that point he was still probably too early in his career. Yeah. Rashford was far too young at that point still as well. I think you got to play at least one of them. Uh, hey look if Mason Mount gets in the team then he does one player who has completely changed my mind this season is Declan Rice yep. I thought he was as useless as a bag of ball rice like you know 12 months ago but to be fair the bloke is a big reason why West Ham have achieved oh, so yeah, much oh no. yeah, this yeah without, without
1: doubt.
0: so uh, you know if he's on the team sheet against uh, who's the first game against
1: is it Croatia Croatia yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I think he has to be yeah. he has to be yeah. I think he'll
0: play Good news as well, obviously about the ninety uh, thousand fans. It sounds like we're going to get a Wembley, yeah, a full capacity crowd.
1: Fingers crossed. Yeah, for, uh, I think watch t- England bring it at home. I think well. we get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be bouncing if we get there.
0: Yeah, can't wait for them to let us down again. <laughs> 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 um, we, we we were talking obviously about the Zinedine Zidane, Antonio Conte, and, and Christoph Gaultier, Even in spite of you know a good level of achievement from from those managers at those respective clubs. Uh, of course, Real Madrid, into Milan and, and Lille. I mean, I kind of constantly downgrade the Premier League. But Reese, I mean, you kind of see these, you know, managers leaving their posts at these huge football clubs. And it, the brand and the attention of the Premier League, Like, you have to admit, it's just, it's probably not like anything else. And there's, there's nothing really in Europe that's, that's on a, a level to compete with us at the moment. No,
2: not at the moment, no. Um, the Gaultier leaving. What was that? Do we know? Um he's gone to Nice. Yeah. So um nice. the Lille have got major money troubles which is why like, Standard. There's a lot of uh, a lot of players on their way out for for wow. you know 20 million ear forty
0: the, million. I think here. it's the
1: same with all, all three clubs. Yeah, they yeah. just got yeah. the, the whole money. And
0: Barcelona yeah. as well yeah. have put up Well, apart from obviously Messi because we know that he will never leave but oh well that anyone could afford him but they basically they've put them all up for sale is that right? Mm-hmm. Eden Hazard's on his way out of Chelsea. Yeah. Can't say who he, Chelsea, it, Real Madrid. Can't say who he'd go to. Those. He's on our wall as well in the low six office, isn't he? Like with Pogba. And, oh yeah. God, he but, looks a bit skinnier there, though. Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> with Pogba and who, who's the other one? Oh, Ibrahimovic. Yeah. He's a bit of an icon. Yeah. Pogba, like, did you see Pogba giving it large on the side like well, during the penalties? During the penalties. Yeah. And you just thought. There's no way you'd be doing that if you had to take a penalty. <laughs> Absolutely no chance on earth. He'd be there, like, beating his chest and psyching up the you know, the plays. He, he, he'd be silent as a church mouse. Fucking hell, like, Paul Pogba. Like, I really used to back him up, Pogba. Yeah. Really. Oh, I was like, nah, I've seen him, Juventus, France, he's top class, this bloke.
1: Ah, oh, just, yeah. He's been very underwhelming, hasn't he? He has,
0: yeah, for the price tag as well. and And, and Man United fans, will rightly be more annoyed than uh, than anyone, of course, for that. I just remember thinking, God, that's such a big, like a star, mega star player for the Premier League. You know, obviously we had Ronaldo years ago. Messi's never going to come. You know, you've kind of got doubts over whether, you know, Mbappe and Haaland, these, you know, two up and coming. This head-to-head clash between those two, I think is going to be really exciting. It's not going to be anything like the level of, of Messi and Ronaldo. But I'd be amazed if they both are in the Premier League at the same time, Reese. that'd be fair. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't think they'd be both in the Premier League. No, no, I, I couldn't argue with that.
0: Do you think one of them will, will ever come, or do you I, think they'll, they'll both ever come, but maybe I, it's different I, points? I
1: think Haaland is the most likely. I, I, think I if, yeah, if, I, if, if he's to leave Dortmund, I can see someone up City, even yeah. Chelsea, trying to
2: sign him. I reckon a bad place stays in Europe. Uh, yeah. Personally, I, I don't think he'll. Uh,
1: no, I think, I, I think he either stays at PSG or he goes to Real Madrid. Yeah, I think yeah. Madrid's the I only think, club. I think that's it. Yeah, nail on the head. Yeah.
0: It's mad that like Bayern Munich always kind of seem, you know, devoid of any kind of inclusion in these conversations, really, doesn't it? It's probably because they're actually unlike most of these other big like teams. Actually, all quite a well-run club. <laughs> I think they just sort of cherry-pick the best from the j- other German. German teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah that they, they missed a trick. But how did they not get Haaland? I mean, I know they got Lewandowski, but you think bloody hell, like, how old's Lewandowski now? Like gotta be 33, 34? Yeah, thirty three, thirty four. Rip Ribbery and all that, they all all oh, those stalwarts, they all played in that team for years, didn't they? Robin. And Robin. Never did them any harm, did it? They're so <laughs> such a well run club, aren't they, Munich? Yeah. Munich and Dortmund. Yeah. I can't have anything but respect for those clubs.
1: Dortmund Dortmund's just um. They're a bit of a stepping stone club, aren't they? They are, but yeah. But they do it really well. Yeah. Um, they
2: know where to look. Yeah. And that's what makes it difficult. Like You know, how many German Bundesliga clubs yeah. would come and watch a second-tier championship team mm. and pick a midfielder out after 25 million quid for him, take a huge gamble on it? Because as much as I love Jude Bellingham, because I do, it was a massive gamble to oh, pay yeah, 25 course, yeah. million quid for a championship player.
1: At, mm. at, and, at 17 as and, well, and, you, yeah. you never know how... I mean, we, that's the thing with
2: Matt. Of examples we've had where we've had, like, you know, schoolboys who effectively have looked absolutely fantastic mm. and have gone on to amounts of nothing.
0: Yeah. And I think James James Vaughan, he was, like, the youngest ever scorer in the Premier League at yeah, one point. Yeah, at one point, was, yeah. I, I know he's that was years ago, but he was, like, playing for, what, like, Morecambe or someone the other day? Or Yeah, he's
2: yeah. He's, he's a journeyman down the lower leagues now. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But Bellingham, I think, is a completely different story. Mm. Yeah. And... I think it's fair to say if he'd have gone to a, a bigger English side like a Chelsea or a, a Man United, he'd, he'd be on loan at. I just Salford so glad City he right not I'm <laughs> so s- glad he didn't go to United. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is that they, they historically, I suppose out of all the bigger clubs, Man U have always been the one that have bought the best English players and, and then kind of made them winners. But I think at Bellingham's at this stage of his career. It wouldn't have been the right move. No,
1: no, not at seventeen. I think he's he, he would have looked at l- the likes of uh, Sancho. Um, there's, I mean, there's quite a few sort of. I mean, Arsenal have loaned a few players at, to to Germany over the past couple of seasons. Yeah, they, they would have seen how well they would have seen how well they've, they've sort of done over there, mm-hmm. and realised it's it's a much better to go and play sort of yeah. more minutes than yeah. in in Germany than than in England. Play a, yeah, you know, bit bit part for. A Chelsea
2: United you just have to look at the amount of young players that go to these big teams now and effectively do nothing can end up back yeah where they were three years previously you know Wil- wilfred like, you know, just he went to United he got that big move, did nothing ended up back at Palace <laughs> yeah you know i i reckon if if Bellingham had he would have been back with us within within two or three years most likely, so yeah. I'm I'm really glad that he went to Germany and he, this is the thing like Dortmund are not scared to give the younger kids a chance even though the team is dom- you know not dominant but most you know quite prominent in yeah. in 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 the Bundesliga and they're not scared to give the the younger lads a go it's quite refreshing to see
0: no hundred percent I think fair play to the young English lads who are kind of taking that because it's a big cultural swift you know shift as well. You know, new language, new new sort of way of living, different side of the road to drive on. <laughs> you know, all those kind of little things for like the, like a seventeen year old lad yeah, who's yeah. probably not known much else outside outside of Birmingham and, and, and Birmingham City to go to Dortmund and not just like you know go and like play and make the odd appearance, but to be like a fully fledged number ten behind one of the best strikers on the planet now and look, you know, well Comfort- up to that standard. Yeah obviously my old man's a blue nose season ticket holder. He's like, don't get me wrong. We rated this kid when he was at blues, but fuck me. He looks proper real deal now. Mm -hmm. So fair play to Dortmund and obviously fair play to the young English lads for taking a chance. uh, And obviously making that move out there and looking forward to seeing Bellingham obviously playing for England. Uh, I think hopefully in the, in the all roads, he's obviously made the provisional squad, hasn't he? Um, I'd be, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get picked. Um, like, you know, I know you got Henderson there. I do like Henderson, but he's not played, he's not got match fitness. You know, how can you make a case? Twelve months ago, fair enough. And I think the best argument is probably this year absence of a major tournament is gonna benefit England so much more than anyone else. Just because of those, you know, your sackers, your Greenwoods, your Bellingham's who have got another year, you know, another year wiser, another year older, got more game time, more fitness, stronger, you know, yeah. and probably just ready now and they're, pro- they're probably chomping at the bit aren't they so just get out there and obviously well, get out there obviously it's uh i think all our games are at wembley aren't they
1: um yeah i mean all of the group stages all the group stages yeah it depends on how the draw works i'm yeah, not too sure guessing so
0: but obviously low six probably can't announce anything yet but there's something quite big coming from low six uh from a euros I think, perspective i think jamie Did he mention it last week? Mentioned it last week, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just err on the side of caution, just in case. I don't want to go too (laughs) in-depth. Next Friday, though, there's something big happening, so keep an eye on your Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media channel you use. Big announcement coming. Uh, Tom, uh, obviously, is our football writer. just thought it would be uh, worth uh, congratulating Newport County, Low Six partner. Um, They're obviously off to Wembley, I believe, on Monday to contest the League Two playoff final uh, with Morecambe. Yeah, um, great game that against Forest the, Green yeah
1: the, that second leg was was fantastic
0: stone cold Steve Austin you see him, the 42 <laughs> yeah. year old what um, a goal that was as I'd, well I'd, I'd, I'd unbelievable him, him
1: score against Morecambe as well see you see his, he scored against them earlier this season right. I'm not sure what the story is behind it but I'm guessing the manager sort of said you know He's, he's not good enough.
2: He, he's been at Morecambe a, a long time. Yeah. Oh, recently. he played for Morecambe. Yeah, um, oh, he's been there an awful long time. Um, yeah. And basically, because of his age, because of how you know he's in his forties now. Yeah. Um, Be my dad. He, the, the manager throws him out of the team. Made him train with the young lads. Just basically, like you know, for someone who'd been there for quite a long time, about ten years. Yeah. yeah. Um, he completely throws him out, and you know, it was kind of wow. Well, people believed it was disrespectful, but. At the same time, you know, if if you're not getting in the squad, then you're not expected to play. So, no. Um, but yeah, like a lot of emotion was brought up when he scored that goal, and yeah. you know, proper it, shit, it proper out, shit out, was a out celebration. celebration. Yeah, it it, is. it was good yeah. to see. I mean, yeah. uh, you, 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 I think even with crowds in, you would have heard him screaming at the manager yeah. and celebrating. So you
0: want to see the crutch
1: celebration, don't you? You <laughs> like, who yeah. who's
0: it that did that? Was it? Was it? Premier League. Oh, it was Eto Samuel yes, Eto. Yeah. he got the crutch out, didn't I he? I,
1: mem- I remember Albert Adoma did something similar. Did um against Wednesday? Right. When when we beat um, Bruce, it's when Bruce at Wednesday and he he sort of throws out Adoma because uh, oh, right, he was yeah. too old. Yeah, he sort of got the walking stick out. Uh, I think my favourite one is Luis Suarez though doing the diving. David Moyes. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> to be fair.
0: I was gonna literally just say, what's the best? Sell- oh, I think Jimmy Bullard for Hull. Oh, <laughs> tell it. oh That you was know, the. That's, just a, that's <laughs> iconic. <laughs> that, isn't it? Absolutely priceless. The blue Did you see blues as well? Was it? Was it Harley Dean when? Uh, oh, the the, uh, the Karanka, Karanka, Karanka shrug. Yeah, uh, just the shrug. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Karanka like he. Uh, I don't know how kind of like well documented this is, but obviously I on like have a few people that kind of work in football. Yeah, they they reckon like he went ham on them. I think the game before. In the um, in the changing room, Karanka at Blues basically just saying like you're all like shit basically, and if I get sacked, then it's not my fault; it's all your fault. Cause you're all rubbish. And you think like, well, you did like, how many of them did you ring through the door, right, or do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's why Harley Dean's obviously gone and had a little pop at him. So yeah, the Suarez one was 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 good to be fair. I just oh, I was actually happy that Atletico oh, yeah, won no. the La Liga. Yeah. Um but oh god, and he—he he, like—he was brilliant. Like in the Premier League, when he was when Liverpool had that you know incredible season where they obviously you know they, they finished second, but they were brilliant to watch. He was so good then. But I just don't like the bloke at all. <laughs> I just think he's a proper terrible human being, yeah. isn't he? Like the the, the biting. The, the second yeah. you think you see into someone, I just think nah.
1: It's, it's it's just I think you'd love him if if he was if he was. Playing for your team, yeah, you're lo- yeah. absolutely adoring, but yeah. a bit like when,
0: uh, Stephen Hunt, like one of those kind of blokes. Yeah, he's like, just God, don't,
1: d- don't talk to me about Stephen, Stephen Hunt. Hunt. You just for like, be <laughs> I don't have a, don't have an opinion on Stephen Hunt. Stephen um, Hunt, don't say it too quick.
2: Yeah, eighty yeah. seventh minute, he scored for oh, Wolves and yeah. sent us down. Yeah, we were Sick. staying up eighty sixth minute, and then you literally all these Wolves fans are chanting, one more goal, mm-hmm. one more goal, and he scores it. So if he d- up. if he didn't score that, we'd blues have stayed up. No, because Tottenham scored anyway. <laughs> of course, they did. I think, I, <laughs> of course, they <laughs> did. It was just, it was just typical blue cycle, daddies. Like you know, yeah. we were trying to sign Pavlachenko into January. Yeah, didn't I mean, get it, and then he comes and scores, scores, scores two. two to send us down.
0: Yeah, that's a kit. You don't get final day drama like that anymore, do you?
1: No, this this uh, this scene, season's last day was so dead. <sighs> like, Sky were trying to like drum it all. They really uh, like, were. How exciting this! top four race and yeah. the race for Europe's going to be Liverpool yeah. just got
0: like a, a, a easy 3-0 you know win I don't even know who the Palace. the Palace you know Chelsea got beat and still made the top four because Leicester bottled it and it's just like there's no like it was no oh god there's just no, no that was peak Premier League that was 10 years ago that's what I keep saying like yeah. I think the second Aguero scored I'm not oh. saying the I'm not saying the Premier League isn't good I just think people still hold on to this like you know this idea that, you know, it, it, it's, it's even better than it was 10 years ago. Yeah, or I just it. don't think it's anywhere near. It, it might no. be quality-wise. Quality, I, th- I think
1: quality-wise. Quality's but probably improved. But, but, but pure b- b-
0: entertainment, but because of
1: that, the gap's got bigger. Yeah. So it's not it's, too, it's not as entertaining. Yeah, the the, the, the yeah. competition level now
2: is like, you know, it, it literally is. Yeah. The top six is top six. For the bottom Like it's whoever's
0: got the most points to stay up. That's yeah. actually it. It's like two leagues in one, isn't it? Yeah. Even if, like, don't get me wrong. When Leicester won it, unbelievable. But even the year Leicester won it, they still pissed it. Like they lost yeah. three games all season. Like that, it wasn't even entertaining because you yeah. knew from like December, it's like oh shit, Leicester actually going to win the league. Yeah. yeah, like no one give them a fight. Oh, anyway, um, they say never go back. Uh, and we're talking about the the grass being green on the other side in the office earlier. Tottenham thought that and went for Jose Mourinho. And obviously Sky News uh, suggesting that they're they're back in sorts with uh, Maurizio Pochettino. Um, so I can only assume that that means he's out the door at PSG. Um, you know, obviously lost the domestic title, uh, got beat by Man City in the Champions League semi-final. And is, is Potch a mug for going back to Daniel Levy?
1: Could he be doing this a sort of leverage to get more, a better contract at PSG, or to get more money in the in the transfer window? I mean, could, could could it be bollocks and, be, and Sky are, are trying yeah. to ram ram their uh, oh probably yeah ram ram the they, they don't up. like Tottenham do they
0: I mean I, I know they're very like uh, they're part
1: of the ESL six but yeah I
0: mean obviously in our office our, our HR manager Diana's a Tottenham fan and she hates guy absolutely hates like because obviously the whole Harry Kane thing as well what well, I would say to Pochettino is like. You know, to be fair, mate, PSG have literally got two players in that team worth four hundred and fifty million pounds between them. <laughs> I don't really know how much more money like I know he didn't buy them, but I mean, if you walk into a team that's got Neymar and Mbappe, I mean, for Christ's sake, you, you know, you gotta go and
1: get the best out of those two. Are PSG just not that good? Yeah, I mean, it's a very top heavy team, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much balance, isn't there? Like no. every
0: time I watch PSG, you know who the best player is? Di Maria. Every single time I watch them, Di Maria is the best player in that team. No defending, just vibes, isn't it? Exactly. Just vibes up front, (laughs) just scoring (laughs) goals. Like, you score three, we'll score four. That's all it is. And that's kind of, that's all good. But when you come up against a Man City and a team that, I know we're kind of slag off the ball fraud, but... You know, they've actually got like a, a few players with some yeah. brain cells apart from Benjamin Mendy that bloke is just an absolute <laughs> cartoon character can't have him at all I, d- I don't think he's a proper footballer I don't know how he's got to that yeah. position I genuinely it's one of life's great mysteries Benjamin Mendy he'd be a great podcast guest though wouldn't he oh yeah definitely he'd, yeah. Be, he'd be funny yeah don't I'd talk about Latinas though because s- he <laughs> don't talk about Latinas
1: I've seen, I seen a video on Twitter the other day where he's on some like Zoom call with a couple of I'm guessing they're of like, school kids yeah and he's, um, telling them this joke and he, like, gives the punchline and it falls, like, completely flat. They're just looking at him like, <laughs> what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> Are they, like, Mancunian kids as yeah, well? I th- yeah. yeah.
0: I just don't think French humour and British humour is very aligned, isn't it? For the Latina reference, go and Google it, it's brilliant. You'll actually, it, it'll actually probably make you respect Benjamin. <laughs> <and> actually, <laughs> fair play. Um... That's it for the football. Well, I suppose one thing I left off uh, the script, I completely forgot. It's the Champions League final this Saturday, yeah, Saturday um, yeah. in Porto. So, yeah, it was a great idea, UEFA. Um, you know, it was in Istanbul and we wanted it in England, so they went, no, we'll give it to you in Portugal. So now everyone's got to go to Portugal for it, apparently. Uh, but never mind. Uh, Tom, who are you siding with? Who do you want to win? I mean, it's El Plastico, isn't yeah. it? I mean, if there's two English teams in a final. I'd, if it was like Man U Liverpool, I'd be so excited. Yeah. If it was Arsenal Tottenham, I'd be very very excited. If it was like Leicester Everton, I just don't. Re- I don't really want to get behind either of these. I don't know why. I just I think it's probably that they're not one of those kind of traditional big no, clubs. Um,
1: um, yeah, they've, I mean they've, they've, they've spent the way exactly. Spent, spent their sort of Man City there, maybe a little bit lesser.
0: What do you mean? Like, I think Man City actually had some substance to their history, uh, you know, a few years ago. Chelsea were, like, literally playing in front of, like, 9,000 yeah. fans in the 80s and, like, had a, you know, a athletics track around the, the stadium. Until Roman Roman come in. Until Roman, like, decided that he didn't fancy Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham, I've just banned the club, are <laughs> <laughs> Until he didn't fancy Tottenham, he wanted Chelsea instead. But, yeah, uh, but look, anyway, yeah, uh, do, how, how do you think the game's going to go and what do you think the outcome will be?
1: A few weeks ago I was um I was really sort of thinking, you know, Chelsea could do this. Um but they've sort of tired off. Mm. Whether that's because they've sort of they've all had one eye on this game and yeah. sort of Maybe. You know, Maybe, yeah. Um I, I don't think, know. I just
0: didn't think they were I thought Leicester beat them far and Square in the FA Cup and
1: Yeah, I mean neither team were very good. Neither yeah, team were good, no. That that just the of quality wasn't.
0: Yeah. It? Um but obviously up there they were they were poor. Um, I, I did, Obviously, I didn't watch the Villa game, but I'm assuming that you did. And yeah. Uh,
1: um, they weren't that great that day either. They, they weren't bad, but it's just they're finishing. The, they're so wasteful with with, with chances. And in a game like this... I think you, if you're yeah. relying on Timo Burnett, yeah. then good luck to you. You have to, in a game like this, you have to, if you get a chance, yeah. it's, it's got to go in. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think City... Oh, Yeah, I think City are going to do it, but in the... The pressure's on them really, isn't it? Yeah, pressure's
0: on them to, to perform. Reese, I don't think that you can go into a game like that having lost the final not that long ago, having lost, you know, your last game and play a team against Man City who, like, to be fair, since the turn of the new year, have just been absolutely ruthless. What are the odds have to get the odds
2: up? I, I, I wanna say that, you know, the one thing that I really think could come back round and bite pep on the ass is is pep roulette yeah because there's some players like you know I swear Ruben Diaz has only played once in the last 3 weeks or so <laughs> he's like the amount of times I've looked at my fantasy and it says Ruben Diaz zero yeah i you know i think you know the the switching around could really really come back and and haunt him cuz you know there's some players that you know, all right, fair enough. You you're probably worried about injuries. You want your best team in for this. You want to you want to try and win it as much as you can with the best possible players that are available to you. But when when you look at like the amount of players that have been rested here and there when okay, all right, they might be unnecessary to play, but it does take a couple of games sometimes to get back into the swing of it. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's the only way that Chelsea could win it, the fact that some of these players might not be fully mentally there because they've barely played. Yeah, who, who would I rather win? Probably none of them. I mean, I, I, El Plástico is literally the perfect name. I, I'm gonna write that down. That's <laughs> absolutely fantastic. <laughs> it sums <laughs> but, it up to yeah. a team, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, it's it's. I'll be honest. It's probably not a final. I'll be running running to the pub to watch. To be honest, but if I was to pick someone, I, I'd rather Chelsea just purely because they, they haven't spent billions on a defence.
0: Mm, that's true.
2: I, I, I'd rather Chelsea win it. Uh, you know. Just rather over, over City because when when we are talking about buying away to it, I mean, all right, Chelsea have been bad, but City have been absolutely ridiculous with it. Yeah. So, mm. I'd I'd probably go Chelsea. I'd go one nil Chelsea if still pick a score for it. So,
0: ten to three, Chelsea, uh, Man City, twenty to twenty three. So just a shade of odds on, and the draw is twelve to five. So, I think if you're having a bet, you know, just over three to one for Chelsea is actually pretty. You know, spicy little bit of yeah. value, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, look. To be honest, I think if, if if the city that that played Everton turn up, then I think Chelsea might have the hands full for this one. But I think, like you say, at the same time, there's maybe even a little bit that would naturally just side with the underdog. Um, so yeah, as long as it's a good game, that's that's all that matters. But uh, yeah, obviously looking forward to that one. I think it's eight okay. o'clock kickoff, quarter yeah. to eight. Something. Yeah, so eight okay. o'clock. Right, brilliant. Um, We'll move on to uh, boxing. No UFC picks this weekend, so keep an eye out for that the week after next. I think there'll be a 1,000 free-to-play competition on uh, UFC picks for fans in the UK and Ireland. Uh, Manny Pacquiao against Errol Spence, confirmed for August. Um, this is a tasty little one, I think, because I know Pacquiao's like 42 now. I mean, he's he's getting on a bit, but he's, I think it was his last fight. Um, he's obviously like still a, a world champion at 42. We talk about you know your man for, for Newport who you know yeah. looks like he just wants to be down at the pub you know <laughs> starting a fight but M- Manny Pacquiao you know he's a he's a proper stalwart isn't he in the in, in the boxing game and fantastic to see him take on like, Errol Spence is one dangerous bloke mm. I I think this could be a really really good fight yeah a I think really, it will be really I think it's going to be a twelve round war. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it would go all
2: the way, I, I think, personally, yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, to think Pacquiao is still going at the age of he years, and, like, you know, that, that Mayweather fight was built up to be, like, the super fight of the century.
0: And yeah. They yeah. say that was, like, that happened five years too late, and even that was, like, what, six
2: years ago? I, I, I think I was still in sick form when that happened, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I think we might have been yeah. here. that That long ago, yeah. It did happen far too late, that fight. Yeah. I think Mayweather
0: would have beat him either way, but I just think... Cause Pacquiao's not like a natural welterweight. No, he, no. I think he started off at like flyweight. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. twenty odd pound difference. Yeah, you know, it's it's a big, big shift. But I mean, pound for pound, one of the best all time for me. You know, when you, when you I think he's like ooh, seven or eight weight classes. He, he's been a world champion in. I mean, just absolutely remarkable. Yeah, and he's like a really big political figure. Oh the yeah, Philippines he does. Well, he
2: does yeah. loads for the Philippines. Like you know, I, I got a lot of respect for him for that. That like he, the money that he brings back from the purse, he doesn't just keep it to himself. He, yeah. He's quite, uh, he's quite, he's quite generous, and you know, does a lot for the community, which is, you yeah. know, very, very respectable for him as well.
0: Absolutely right, good man, uh, Manny Pacquiao. Looking forward to that one against Errol Spence, who I absolutely rate. I think Spence is the best welterweight. I'm going to go for a points win. Uh, Anthony Joshua ordered by the WBO to fight Alexander Usyk. Uh, it's just like another. like Usyk's a good fighter, probably one of the pound for pound best, but. We just, again, we, we keep saying this, there's, there's there's just one fight, boxing please, just one fight we want to see as fans, and it's not this. <laughs> it's uh,
1: Logan Paul versus... It's Logan <laughs> Paul against Jake Paul. Yes, it's Logan Paul <laughs> against Jake Paul.
0: What was that stat you came up with the other day? Was it was like, like, Jake Paul's like the third richest boxer so far this year.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, <sighs> he, he's a third, it, yeah, he's made the most money in boxing or something like that, yeah, over oh, the, last year, yeah. Jesus. That was actually great. That was Tom. That's that's a podcast. <laughs> I didn't tell him to say
0: that either. That's a, that's a memorable, memorable podcast moment. Uh, Jake Paul, oh, is that is that this weekend? That Mayweather um, Logan Paul fight. It's the weekend after. It's a week? Oh, it's oh, yeah. the start it's of June. Year, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I mean, I'm going to be <laughs> getting, getting up for it. Hundred percent. You
2: know, I I actually might because <laughs> I, I, I saw a video on Twitter that made me chuckle. That if somehow Logan Paul. Beats Floyd Mayweather. It <laughs> sounds th- mad. Though, <laughs> <for saying. laughs> then, then KSI would be the greatest boxer yeah, of our generation. Of all time, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so true, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, what is has boxing become? What has it done to <laughs> itself? Some bloke that, like you know, plays FIFA and tugs himself to sleep is the best boxer of all time. <laughs> Jesus, he's probably he he he'll be hoping though, won't he? He will oh, be yeah. he will be hoping that. Logan Paul lands one it won't happen, but he, he'll be hoping that he lands one big bomb on on Mayweather and he, he can go he can just sit there and be like, I am the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am the best ever. And I was playing FIFA like online, you know, two hours ago or whatever. <laughs> just incredible, isn't it, really? Um Yeah, there we go. Uh, I thought what I would say is obviously uh, shout out to Josh Taylor as well. This didn't really get any coverage at all. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It got no coverage. Undisputed light like, welterweight champion. I mean, like all the belts, just you know, incredible, incredible for Scotland as well. Uh, and he fancies a little crack at Terence Crawford next. I mean, he's, that's he's really. lost the belts already. Have you heard yeah, about was this? Was it on the flight he's, back? He's or lost the belts on the flight back. They're Jeez. still in Dallas. So, fuck now. <laughs> That's all like some that's that's all that that's corrupt boxing. That oh, is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's like someone's they said, Oh, <laughs> if you don't come back and claim them in 48 hours, then we're going to put them all up for like <laughs> vacant four, four <laughs> vacant fights. And it, oh, it's just that, th- 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 they just they hate the fact that there's an undisputed champion, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, that's it for the boxing. Um, Tom, I know this isn't really your line of expertise, I will be coming to you for one point at. Uh, during this yep. segment, though the horse racing, uh, we'll start off obviously yeah on the on, on the paddock picks podcast with um, Charlie Post and Matty Batchelor earlier on. Um, go and listen to it across Spotify, Captivate, Apple, all your uh, podcast streaming services. Just talked about Barney Curley race. It was obviously uh, a very very sad day for horse racing. Uh, aged eighty one, very colourful character in the sport, and that obviously uh, that memorable interview with with Luke Harvey and the late <laughs> as well John McCurry. When that just goes down in history, doesn't it? And oh you.
2: you, you can't beat that interview. It's absolute television. I don't gold. know where it. Ha- I mean,
0: I've heard that it was I heard it, someone say it was Hereford, but then it's it's someone a trap, said well. No, no, was, was is it, that yeah, right?
2: Yeah, I I, 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 I did. I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I, not I Toaster. No, not, no, no,
0: There is another one, isn't there? I can't because I, I don't even know how long ago it was. Because Harvey's got hair. Luke Harvey. Yeah, got I was going to say. Yeah, like I think so, he was just starting out. So yeah. it's
2: definitely a while back. Yeah, um
0: because um, yeah, oh, I think yeah, he's certainly not got hair now. I know that, but uh, yeah, no, very very sad, uh, very sad day for for horse racing. Obviously, um, you know, a, a colourful, you know, character, very very familiar face. Did some great charity work as well mm. uh, ag- across Africa. Um, so of course, yeah, we 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 send all of our thoughts and condolences to Barney's family and friends. But there was a bit of positive news, and that is that Royal Ascot's going to have twelve thousand fans every single day across its five-day meeting uh, in June. That's part of a pilot, a pilot event with England's second test match with New Zealand at Baston. Uh, I think that's going to have 18,000 every single day. So obviously that's... a uh, It's bad though, isn't it, though, that Baston's about 30,000 mm-hmm. and apparently Royal Ascot can hold up to 70,000. And yet the 12,000 at Ascot and 18,000 at... Yeah, I don't really get that. I suppose I, I guess you're mingling a little bit more at a race course, and whereas like you sat down in designated seats yeah. and all that. But a, a six thousand swift uh, shift for like a forty thousand swing in attendance. I mean, I can't really get my head around that one. But never mind, um, Tom. I'm not sure that you're. Are you a cricket fan?
1: Uh, I will not say I'm a cricket fan, but yeah, I've, I've I have been, I've been been to cricket before. Yeah. So if, if I'm
0: telling, if I'm telling you right now. That Saturday, yep. I think it's like the nineteenth of June. We're either going to Royal Ascot or we're going to cricket. What are you saying? Oh, it's a it's a tough one 'cause And you don't have to wear I, like your dickie Bow and top I, hat for Ascot. I'd I'd probably say oh, that's the best bit. I'd,
1: I'd <laughs> probably say cricket, but that's because I've never been to the horse race and I don't I wouldn't know what to expect. Um yeah. so it's one of them um I would lock a day out at the races. Yeah. But I'd also lock lock a day out on the piss. Of Course at uh, the cricket, so I was up. gonna
2: say, if you want a day out on the piss, I don't think Royal Ascot's probably the best probably not location one for you. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, you want to go, the, he wants the Grand National, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, you want to go to Liverpool for that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> where are you going, uh, Reese? What's what's oh, I'd go Ascot without, you go to Ascot. Doubt,
1: without a doubt. Where yeah. is Ascot
0: at uh, Berkshire? So, not not oh, far well, no, out of London, yeah. yeah, not far yeah. out of London. Um, lovely drive. Really amazing facility. I've been a few times. I've not been to the Royal meeting, but I've been to, uh, I went to the champions day, and I've been to a couple of the meetings. I think it's like meeting in July. They have got a Friday, Saturday meeting. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, really, really good. Crack got. Um Yeah, I think I've seen England play Test. Ed- Edge, Baston though on like a lively Saturday. I think it's one of the best atmospheres in sport. It's just, it's very, very tough to beat. If I had a gun to my head. I'd probably do Royal Ascot just because I've never been to the Royal Meeting. Mm. Uh, I have actually got a ticket for at uh, this this Edgebaston Test match though. Yeah, but I'm on a stag doing Leeds on the Friday. I think it's, it's on the Friday. My ticket's four. Oh okay. But I'm going to be waking up in Leeds with like a little bit of a hangover, yeah. and then the football. I think the Euro starts on the Sunday. Is it? Wait, uh, no. If if Italy, when's
1: this? It's like the. Ooh, is it on the ninth? Oh, actually, no, the foot- well, The week before, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah the, the, the football start the week before. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so Eng- England
1: plays Scotland on the 18th, on the Friday.
0: Right. Oh, so that's the same. Oh, God, that's a naughty day, that, not it? Yeah. England against New Zealand, <laughs> Royal Ascot day four and England against Scotland. Yeah. I think it's fair to say no one's going to be in the office that day. <laughs> <fair enough. laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. No, look, uh, obviously, well done as well to. The, the people in charge, I suppose, for obviously allowing these pilot events to take place. And there was talk of four thousand fans like at Royal Ascot. Come on. Like a, like a week away from or like you know, two days away from restrictions being lifted and you're trying to tell us that only four thousand yeah. fans are allowed. Nonsense. So obviously at least a little bit of common sense has been found and obviously fantastic for racing and the wider sporting world. Uh weekend fancies Reese uh I'm obviously I'm off tomorrow. And just because my schedule has been so chock a block today, I probably won't have any weekend picks. I'm going to have a couple of Friday bets uh, for Stratford. And ooh, where's the other? Where's the flat meet? Did we say Haydock tomorrow? I think we said Haydock, yeah. yeah. Or was it? Oh, sorry, Haydock. Oh, no, it's Brighton. Brighton. Brighton yeah. yeah, so obviously, uk, Epsom uk. Head over and obviously check out mine and Reese's uh, bets uh, every single day. Lucky 15s available. I had four winning jump snaps in a row. I mean, that was quite a tasty little effort that. Oh yeah, no, straight away. Yeah, you're 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 great. Shot, shot, yeah. shot up four in a row. Uh I, I didn't check until last night, but I, I, I had not fancy the um horse of Paul Nicholls, uh, whose name I forget off the top of my head. Uh Kilming Kilmington Rose. Oh was Kilmington it? Rose, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eleven to eight, but I knew it was a lump. I knew, yeah, get the house on. I think with how many were in the field, it was straight It was just, away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I like, had some blinkers on first time, handicap, well in at the weights, yeah. Bryony Frost steered him, out, uh, steered her home, I should say. Uh, ended today though, Birchdale got beat at, at Worcester. Really fancied him up, up, up to three miles, but it wasn't to be. Finished a close third. Uh, but obviously, yeah, your your fancies will be available on Epsom Derby at uh, We're going to do a weekend one-off Reese's Daily Double. <laughs> The jumps and flat, but obviously it's all about the flat, really, at, at Haydock on Saturday, uh, and the John of Gaunt Group Three, I believe. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of Group Threes and on the card,
2: uh, yeah. And, and a nice listed, um, listed stakes as well. Fantastic. Uh, Safe Voyage, a bit of a weak favourite for me. I, do you know to, to finish last in a Group One? Yeah, and. And now be favourite for I, I know I know it's a step down in class group three like you know but is it the lockings yeah, yeah yeah the lock I mean he wasn't just beat he was absolutely tanked by 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 most mm-hmm. of the field as well and you just look at it it's just I I, don't, I couldn't back that. Like, you know, I mean, he's going to have to seriously bounce back. Okay, sometimes you might need the first run, but to go first running yeah. in a group one is very, very bold and very brave as it is, but...
0: Franko never needed the first <laughs> run, did he? He was no, just no. all class. None of this needed the run for him. he just beat anything, no matter whether he had a run last week or not, or he could have had a, he could have had a whole summer in the field, come back about 20 stone heavier, and still beat everything in sight. Um, uh, yeah, talking of that, like, the
2: one that sticks into my head that everybody was, like... Oh, he's never gonna win when he come back. Was that? Was was it Tiger rolling in the, the Boyne Hurdle? Tiger on the yeah. yeah I, I remember twenty five to one was yeah, it? Yeah, twenty five to one. And the car, I remember it because really I was in, I was in, I was in a, I was working at a bookies at the time. And yeah. I remember the the, the commentator thing go, "He's about as big as a pregnant mare." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh Christ, this, mm. this ain't gonna win well." No, and he just he just tanked, absolutely tanked. 24 yeah. to one as well. I mean, he he only won the Grand National like. 10 months previously, yeah. so it was absolutely insane. Yeah.
0: Stradivarius was a big boy as well at Asco, wasn't yeah, he? He was, he yeah, was about yeah. 70% fit, wasn't he? Yeah. But he, uh, he still would. I think um, with thanks, uh, if he gets soft ground, uh, is a good bet here. I think he's about 72 at the moment. The only concern is that the weather apparently is supposed to be quite nice this weekend, Tom, I think. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah. It's
0: supposed to stay fairly dry.
1: Like twen- like, 20s, I think. Oh, is, that, is that out? Bloody hell. Sort of low 20s, but... Bloody hell, still... 20s is 20s, That's glorious, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah, Jesus.
0: Pick the right right weekend to go away, and obviously bank holiday weekend. But it always seems nice, to be fair, it always seems nice on bank holiday. I don't know why, just the the Monday bank holiday always seems like a really nice day. How was it
1: at the start of the month? Uh had one at the start of the month, didn't we? Oh, I mean, it God, and it was probably yeah. pissing it down. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> yeah. forget that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so he might actually need some rain, um, but I think uh, yeah, let's have a look. With thanks, yeah, I think again, if it's if it's dry, I'd probably steer clear. It wouldn't surprise me to, to see him go out a little bit in the market at uh, River Nymph as well. I think one of uh, was it Ascot last time, I believe. Um, so obviously. I've uh, didn't have the strongest record of form yeah. beforehand, but I think off the yeah, back of he, a win, he, you'd he, have to say, won,
2: yeah, won the Victoria Cup, yeah, so that was it. Yeah, big field, big field uh, specialist right there. I, I, I look at this race and it, it's personally probably one I, I, I'd steer clear of betting. If if I was to have one, I'd probably have um, Jessica Harrington's
0: yard each way. Yeah, that that'd probably be for me. Shane Foley's going over from Ireland to ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah i just realised. Of course, I probably refer to it with thanks as a as a as a he. It's actually a filly. I do apologise. Um, yeah, Tom Mark on on board. Um, so Noir for uh, Miss Jessica Harrington for you, Reese, in the John and Gordon. Any other fantasies across the card, or you're going you to have a, just a look? We, we, side note: We are actually recording this on a Thursday. We normally do it on a mm-hmm. Friday because I'm off tomorrow. Um, I mean, so. I'd,
2: I'd probably have. Laluna for the for the pinnacle as well. Um there's yeah. not there's not many in that. I mean Cabaletta, like, you know, is uh you know, she's 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 a clear favourite. Like, you know, she won well last time out, but you know, it's just one of those races that sometimes, you know, kicks up a surprise here and there. So yeah. Laluna's three to one second favourite. I think there's more value in the second favourite than back in the favourite six to four. So yeah. Probably Laloon for me as well. Um I love Chively Park,
0: that's uh Cabaletta of Chavely Park, Park yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you think of um Oh I forgot his name now. Uh, not, uh no no the, the the bumper winner for Willie Mullins, who's the favourite classical Oh classical girl classical is that the one? Yeah, yeah, class getaway. Getaway is yeah. The one? yeah, what Were you were you impressed with his performance? Oh
2: yeah. No, he, he's 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 already in the picture, isn't he, when you look at it. Like mm. you look at the HD you and know, you look at the anti post betting and he's already straight up there. Like yeah. Six it's to not one. yeah, that's the thing, like you know, the Chevely Park Park's a value recently come to the national hunt world. So yeah, you know, when it when it comes to flat racing, you'd expect them to be experts in it and mm. you know, national hunt flat, it you could be I know it's longer distances, but you'd expect them to know what they're doing. So Yeah.
0: I yeah, think he, uh, he's six to one, apparently for the bumper. But Patrick Mullins seemed to say that he was going to be going over over hurdles. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if they went straight over hurdles. He showed a lot of promise in his first couple of runs, so it wouldn't surprise me if they went with it. You know, we all got excited about John Bun, and yep. he's going straight over hurdles as it is anyway. So, yeah, yeah. you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he went straight over hurdles.
0: Give me one Cheltenham Festival twenty twenty two winner.
2: Oh, you got to go Monkfish, yeah. You? He's you just got to go Goldford, Monkfish Goldford. for the Gold Cup, like, yeah. You know, well, if if um, yeah, I know it's got to be Monkfish. I, I just uh, absolute class horse. Just looks in a world of his own when he runs. Like you know, he, uh, anybody that just comes anywhere near him, which, well, I mean, nobody gets anywhere near him <laughs> as he is. So yeah, you know, it, it's Monkfish for the Gold Cup as it stands for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Kill Crook for the Albert Bartlett for me. I couldn't I've argue had with a little that. Bit of money on, yeah, yeah,
2: I couldn't argue with that. It, it, I think it, he's going to be a weapon over three I, miles. I think, uh, I think he'd look better over, over a longer distance, yeah. I, I couldn't argue with that in the slightest.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Bring on the jumps. <laughs> uh, Tom, what's going on this weekend? You off to London, are you? i off to
1: London, yeah. Yeah. For the weekend. Anything in uh, particular?
0: Or just a little weekend away? Uh,
1: just a weekend away. Uh, go see a mate down there. Sorry.
0: Bristol yeah. for me. Bristol. So, uh, I think by the... Where am I staying? What a nice hotel! Only for one night. People said I told people the cost, and they were like, "Oh, you go for a couple of nights?" And he's like, "No, one night." How much are you talking? Oh, you don't wanna know. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, going on going on uh, anything this this weekend? No, uh, quite weekend for me. Um, Champions League, and it's just the Champions League. And yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I've just I've just bought myself a new gaming monitor, so I'm gonna uh, standard try and break that in. Yeah. So yeah, because it's
0: FIFA, COD?
2: Oh, I'm FIFA. I'm all yeah. over FIFA. Love my FIFA. Too much Ultimate Team, I play it too much. need to get off here.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> the missus cannot be happy with that. <laughs> are you,
1: are you, are you a, a sort of gaming...
0: I'm not really... Uh, well, no, I was like years ago. Um, like This was like Xbox 360 days. Yeah. This was like ages ago, PS3 and all that. But I haven't really... Yeah, I've not really played in a while, but like lads are a still Mm. like still go mad for it. So they're obviously doing something right. Um, I I never really got into COD. Um, I love GTA like on the PS2. Oh yeah, just go around (laughs) and like just just killing people for no um, reason. I just re-downloaded.
2: Do you remember Bully? Yeah the I just, They offered it on the Playstation store Really? So I was like right I, I've got to get on
0: that Was that on the Wii as well? Yeah yeah it was, it was on the Wii as well It oh, was yeah. great on yeah. the Wii Because you're probably like Throwing punches weren't you It was unbelievable Shadow boxing <laughs> Shadow boxing Yeah exactly God It's no wonder like People like lose, lose their, their heads don't they When you're like, you putting games Like that down their throats Yeah you, it's perfectly normal To just go around And hit people in the face like, Jesus do us a favour. No, um, yeah, great game that Bully. Yeah, that brilliant. That'd be, it'd be great if that was on the app, like a phone app. Oh
2: yeah, no, they, they did. They did it with GTA. I'm sure they put it. Did they? Yeah, I'm sure. Like some of the classics are
0: an app now. Yeah, like Temple Run. Oh, that's, you, you, you talk about TikTok, Temple Run. You can spend hours on that game.
1: Flappy Bird. Was Flappy, was the, uh, oh my god, yes. Yeah, I have still got an one.
0: iPhone with that on it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I kept the iPhone just because they took it off the store. Yeah. Didn't they? I? I mm. kept
0: the iPhone purely because it's got it, on it. Yeah. I love how we're talking about the iPhone like as if it's like from the nineties. <laughs> 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 you remember the art? You remember those uh, those early apps where like you just get like a, a crack out of like it's like a beer. And just, <laughs> yeah. Like make, pretend like you were drinking a beer. Like what the hell were we doing? Oh. Oh, that well, that like was a,
1: like a raisin. Shave someone's. Oh. Shave someone's God. head. That's
0: what I mean. God we really developed haven't we like, <laughs> technologically oh god anyway it's been a cracker lads love the episode um, looking forward to being back again next week might get a period from the J man but uh, yeah we'll see how we get on have a good weekend lads enjoy the sport